Morning everybody. Uh, we are continuing our theme on Ecclesiastes and today we are looking at gathering or scattering. In Ecclesiastes, I think that at the time they were thinking about uh, on the hillside where the vineyards were, there were lots of uh, stones that were scattered and they would have to pick up those stones in order to do planting. And sometimes they would gather those stones and make uh, walls along the side that protected the vineyards. And so it was a very, very vivid picture of what was going on. But today I want to talk about the church gathered and the church scattered and think about what that means. Of course, whenever we see seeds scattered, they go into the ground and they uh, produce a harvest and that harvest is gathered. And so we're so used to that concept in church that we both gather together and that we scatter we go into our homes and into our houses and we are the church gathered and we are the church scattered and both of those things are really really powerful when we gather it's powerful and when we scatter it's powerful and we have an amazing example of this in the uh, new testament where paul he was first called saul and he was persecuting the christians uh, there had been an amazing thing that had happened in the church had been born and there were thousands of people that became Christians and Saul did not like this and he went after the Christians and persecuted them and this made the church scatter. It says this in Acts 9, forced to leave home base, the Christians became missionaries. Wherever they were scattered, they spread the good news of Jesus. What an amazing thing, wherever the Christians were scattered in the early church, they spread the good news of Jesus. There was power in their gathering and there was power when they scattered. So I love it when we gather as a church and we, we, we would gather most weeks normally on a Sunday and uh, maybe at other times during the week. But I love the gathering because I think there's power in it. I love gathering with the diversity of people that we gather with. So every other group in life sometimes gathers around age groups or they gather around common interest or a sport or something like that. But we gather around Jesus. We gather, the church gathers around a love for Jesus, a love for each other. We don't gather around age groups. There's a whole diversity of ages. We don't gather around the same background. We gather because we love God with all of our hearts. And that is really powerful. And I miss that, that we gather like that. I miss that we uh, don't gather and worship together. I love our worship together. I think there's power when we sing together and when we remind each other of who God is and when we take our perspective from just our world and look outward and look upward, it's such an amazingly powerful thing to do. Right now we can't gather like that and we are scattered, but there is power in that. There is power in you meeting with God in your homes. Uh, sometimes there's a danger in that as well, in that we can become isolated. If we're isolated, we can often uh, think up 
a story about what's going on in life that may be not true to what is actually happening and uh, we don't have other people's opinions and other people's perspectives to help shape us that are good and so there can be danger in that we need to see how we can keep connected Jesus he went to the desert and he was alone in that desert and there was such a temptation for Jesus uh, to uh, abandon his identity, uh, to take some shortcuts uh, to where he was eventually going to go. Uh, there was uh, a temptation to use his power wrongly and selfishly. But he said, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to use uh, my power selfishly. I'm not going to be tempted in this place of isolation. And so for us, maybe in isolation, there are some temptations to let go of our identity, to let go of who God has called us really to be. How do we stop that? I think that we need to keep our eye on Jesus at all times. I was reading about a man who went into a room and every room he goes into, he sees where north is. And uh, sometimes he gets it right and sometimes he gets it wrong. But every situation we're in, where is Jesus in that situation? Are we facing him? Are we in line with what he is saying and doing is really important. And to keep going, to keep doing the good things that are in our hands, we need to keep going with those things. I've just recently become a grandma and I have been doing the washing and I love doing the washing of my little granddaughter's clothes and they're so beautiful and they're so lovely to iron and I really enjoy that chore. And then sometimes I have to iron Tim's clothes and it's not so much fun. It's actually a bit of a drag sometimes and there's lots of material to iron and I think, oh, this isn't so enjoyable. Do you know what? Whether we're enjoying it or whether we're not, we are still making an impact. Whether I'm washing the little clothes or the big clothes, I'm still giving. I'm still making an impact on somebody else's life. And whether you're enjoying what you're doing right now and you can see the impact or whether you can't, keep going with what you're doing. Keep knowing that you are making a difference by your prayers. You're making a difference in your giving. You're making a difference in the scattered place that you are right now. And there is enormous power in that. Jesus was tempted to take a shortcut and we can be tempted to make a shortcut right now, but we need to keep going and say, no, we're gonna keep going uh, and following you, Jesus. I'm reminded of the Wizard of Oz. Uh, Dorothy goes through the field and there's the poppies and the poppies, she's got a destination, hasn't she? And the poppies make her sleepy. Don't become sleepy. Don't become switched off to what God is doing. Don't uh, hibernate, don't withdraw but say, God, we want to be powerful and we want to take hold of what you have in this season. If that's a time where we're scattered, we still want to take hold of you. I love what happened in the early church. Amazing things happened. That in their scatteredness, they brought the good news of Jesus, it says, wherever they went. So I'm just going to end with this amazing passage from the Bible. Uh, it's that Paul wrote from Corinthians and it says this,
People are watching us as we stay at our post, alertly unswervingly, in hard times, tough times, bad times, when we're beaten up, jailed and mobbed, working hard, working late, working without eating, with pure heart, clear hand, steady hand in gentleness, holiness and honest love when we're telling the truth and when God's showing his power and when we're doing our best, setting things right and when we're praised and when we're blamed, slandered and honoured, true to our word though distrusted, ignored by the world but recognised by God, terrifically alive though rumoured to be dead, beaten within an inch of our lives but refusing to die, immersed in tears yet always filled with deep joy, living on handouts yet enriching many, having nothing, having it all. I know that we're not living maybe in such drastic times as the early church were, but we're church scattered and there is power in that. Let's pray. Father God, I pray for every single person in their living room right now that uh, is maybe feeling disconnected and isolated. I pray, Father God, that you would empower and that you would bring your perspective right now into each person's lives. I thank you that we are the church, whether we're gathered and with a church when we're scattered. We pray, God, that you would lead us through this time. Amen.